Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There is something that I think happens to every single guy. And I wonder if it happens to women too. Okay. Guys for whatever reason, like if they kind of have to go to the bathroom, the minute they hit their driveway, they get in their garage, they get like, it's almost, it's almost like their bladder connects to the Wi-Fi. And it's like, oh, we're here now. Gotta go. And you go from needing to go to the bathroom at a level three on a scale of one to 10 to a level 15 on a scale of one to 10. And you can't get out of the car, get the door unlocked and get to the bathroom quick enough. Does that happen to women also? I don't know. It doesn't really resonate with me, but I always go before I, before I leave places. But do you you ever like, so you don't have to like kind of go. And then when you see your house, like it becomes an urgent matter. No. It happened to me yesterday coming home from the grocery store (laughs) to the point where I thought I was going to wet my pants (laughs) because where we're staying in Florida, you pull up to a gate and you have to type in a, a code and the arm goes up so you can get into the parking lot. And then you find a parking spot. Then you have to walk across the parking lot and into the, the building where where the condo is or whatever, the apartment, the thing that we rented is. And for whatever reason, as soon as my bladder saw the gate, it went right off the charts. <laughs> and then I couldn't get the, I, I kept hitting star in the four digit code. And it's pound in the four-digit mm. code. And I just could but then I couldn't concentrate because I had to go so You're bad. Panicked. Yeah. Yeah. And so I finally I park and then so I don't know if you noticed this, but I came in with our Starbucks drinks and I practically threw them at you. I yeah. was like, here, and then went and but I mean it was close. It could have been bad, <laughs> very bad. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and I am grateful that I'm a morning person because I got to see a beautiful sunset yesterday or sunrise yesterday. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for naps. It was so great seeing the sunrise yesterday because I got to do it with Ellie. Jeff loves to get up early and see a sunrise. And we have adjusted Ellie's sleep schedule to accommodate Callie's what time she goes to bed normally, like during the week. So we've moved everything back almost an hour. So rather than getting up at seven, she gets up just after six. 
And that was prime time for watching a sunrise. So I'm like, Ellie, come on, check this out. And we sat outside and watched the sunrise and it was great. It was great. Yeah. And she was like. You have "Mm." a little sunrise buddy. Yeah. And then, then, you know, she, she was great for about 15 minutes. And then she's like, bro, where's the bottle? Because the bottle, I know the routine. I know we're in a different state, but give me the bottle. Yeah. So we stopped the sunrise for breakfast. Uh, how are you doing on a scale of one to 10? I'm a nine. Only a nine? How come, How are you not a 10? I'm a 10. I <laughs> am a 10. I'm a 12. That's how much are of a 10 you? I am. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. Um, I am only a nine because I have like work wheels churning in my head. But other than that, I'm really good. Work wheels turning in a negative way? No, it's or? not negative. It's just, you know, like thinking about, you know, our business stuff. And we have a couple things that we have to, you know, handle that are not like super fun. And so I'm just what? thinking what do we about have, this. What do we have to handle that's not super fun? Well, we owe our attorney a couple things. We owe, I owe the accountants one thing, you know, just like stuff like but that. But it's a I'm holiday like, weekend. I know. I know. We're back on Tuesday. That's when we do all that stuff. Yeah. Like we're back until we pull into the driveway Tuesday and I run a hundred miles an hour to the bathroom because I'm not going to need to go to the bathroom the whole drive from Florida right. to North Georgia. But the minute we see our house, I'm going to lose it. Until that happens, put it out of your mind. Nobody's working. No accountant is working. Yeah. No attorney is working. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend. I know it's just stuff floating around in my brain, but it's not, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's just like, oh, I wish that weren't in my brain, but I am a nine, which is great. Well, okay. I'm a 12. So what if I take myself down to an 11 and I give you a point (laughs) so you can be a 10? I want you to- I love how enthusiastic, see now, I don't know if you listening can tell a difference in Jeff yesterday and Jeff today, but Jeff yesterday was in work mode. Jeff today is in vacation mode. And you can tell there's always a point when we go on vacations where vacation mode, Jeff flips on and the switch has been flipped. Because I always. And it's never the first day of vacation. It's always like, it's usually the second day. Because I never vacation. There's always, and I wish I wasn't like this, but there's always like T's to cross and I's to die. I always have a couple hours of work to do at the start of vacation. Yeah. I think it's either because I think. Actually, I not. I don't think. I'm just bad at time management. Right. So I don't get all the stuff done beforehand. But I think, okay, we arrive at our place on Wednesday, and then we're going to get there, and we're going to get unpacked, and then I'll just take a couple hours Thursday afternoon. You know, Ellie takes a nap for two hours. During that time, I'll bang out this stuff. Once it's done, bring it. Vacation Jeff is here. I've got my orange crush excited. We went to both the pool and the beach with Ellie today. She was completely underwhelmed. Yeah, we were, I mean, it's, I said to Jeff jokingly while we were down there and I was taking like 5 million pictures of the first time that Jeff put her toe in the ocean. And I'm like, 
tell us your first time parents without telling us your first time parents. Oh like it was so obnoxious, but, um, we had really hyped this up cause we we're like, Oh my gosh, she loves baths. Like she's practically giddy when she takes a bath. Like she loves splashing around and we're like, she's going to love the pool. I, so sp- we I get splash our- water on her every time I wash her face. Loves it. She thinks it's hilarious. We bring her to the sink to rinse her hands off after she eats something with her hands. And she immediately grabs where the water comes out and takes great joy in making the water squirt all over the place. We're like, this kid is going to be, is going to be Michael Phelps, seven months old. So we blow up the floaty for the pool and we're, you know, we get out there and we put our little thing in there and then Jeff gets in first and has Ellie and we put her, we put her toes in. She doesn't care. Then we put her whole body in. She doesn't care. Then we put her in the like float that we've been looking at and so excited about and ordered like a month and a half ago. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. She just like started grabbing my bracelets. She's like, oh, these things that I see every day. This is neat. She didn't hate it. It wasn't a bad no, experience. she was just totally indifferent. She was like, oh, we're doing what we normally do on land, but now it's wet. Cool. Do I have a toy? Can somebody get me a toy? Yeah. And she just floated. Like we stood there and kind of held on to her little boat float thing. And she just kind of floated around and played with her toy. And then later yesterday, we took her in the ocean for the first time and not like in the ocean, but we waited till the end of the day till the sun was going down. And then we, you know, put our little feet in and I'm there with the camera and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then she just kind of like looked at us like totally a blank stare. Like, why are you guys looking at me? (laughs) What is it? Like, she didn't care at all. She couldn't figure out because she was looking down at her feet and I was holding her up. So her feet were on the sand as these little waves were coming in. And you know, if you stand in one place, eventually your feet are covered in sand. Yeah. Yeah. Disappear. And I could see her tiny little six or seven month old brain trying to process what was happening. She wasn't afraid of it. Yeah. Ellie is very like analytical. She is analytical, which sounds weird to say for a seven month old, but when she doesn't know, when she knows something and she gets excited about it, like bath time, so excited. But when there's something new or someone new, she'll look at you like with this face of like, huh? She just studies it. She studies. So she was just staring at her feet. And I, I mean, I truly thought she would be laughing. I thought she would be like splashing. Maybe we'll get that at the end of the trip. Yeah, because she was analyzing. Yeah, today we were analyzing and processing. Yeah. Um, Maybe tomorrow she'll be like. I feel like this is, pro- we're probably going to get voicemails or, or uh, messages about this, but I feel like this is probably not an uncommon thing where parents get so excited about something. And then kids are like, whatever. And the kid, <laughs> right. Isn't it the equivalent of getting your kid every toy or having, rather, let me say this properly, having Santa bring every toy for Christmas that the kid put on their North Pole list or mentioned to Santa while, while they were on yeah. his lap. And then the kid only wants to play with the box. Yeah. Or the packaging or whatever. Yeah. That's kind of the equivalent of it. At least- it was just a beach trip because I'm sure there are parents who've spent thousands of dollars to go to Disney World or something. Right. And their kid is like, whatever. And they turn their kid around and they're like, look, Cinderella's castle. And the kid's like, I heard they have Rice Krispie treats. Where are they? Yeah. 
I was listening to the Cheaties podcast yesterday. I have been catching up on my Cheaties. And the cool thing about that podcast is that while the nature of it is about cheating in relationships, there's always some sort of like, okay, what do we take from this? And, you know, how do we process? And then how do we like move forward kind of situation? So you're saying it's the upside with an infidelity twist. I mean, it really is. But I think it's really cool that they always are so encouraging at the end. And can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are you, I just, and the, uh, there's only really one way you can answer this, but you truly have rediscovered the podcast, right? Like you're not just mentioning this because we're doing. Oh, no, 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 no. Jeff um, helped them launch the podcast when. A year ago. Yeah. Like Crazy. there was just a lot going on and I was super knee deep in work stuff and the pregnancy and, and all of that. So when Jeff helped launch Cheaties and Certified Mama's Boy, I was kind of like, at that point, it was kind of his thing that he was doing. So I wasn't like obsessed with listening 24 seven. Like I'd catch an episode, like I was a casual listener. Well, you were also doing three people's jobs That's true. at your job and you were growing a human. Right. So I was a little like MIA at the, at the beginning, but now I'm catching up and like binge listening. And one thing I was thinking about when I was listening to the end of the cheese that, cause it was like a really, an episode and the infidelity was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that this kind of a person exists kind of thing. And then at the end, they were talking to this woman and the way it ended is, you know what, but I'm glad that I went through that because I learned so much. I learned to love myself and and know my worth and my value and all of this stuff. And I was thinking, what a great way to explain the upside because there is, you know, people like to get caught up in the, in the, textbook definition of upside. And then when someone dies or something bad happens in their life, they're like, okay, well, how do I find the upside in this? And it's really not that literal. And we've said that before, but something that Chidi's does very well is to remind people that there is in every experience, there's always something that you can take with you. So it's not necessarily finding the good in a bad situation as figuring out what part of that situation you can take with you as you take your next step in your life, because there is always something. If it's someone in your life, what the, what the lesson is. Yeah. Or what you're taking from maybe someone in your life suddenly passed away or, you know, something like that. What are the things that they, you know, what is something of them that you can take with you as you move forward? What have they taught you? How have they impacted your life? And how are you going to take that and apply it? You know, take what they taught you and apply that to other people in the world, um, you know, to continue their legacy. So I think it was a good reminder for me when I was listening to that, that there is always something to take with you. And it might not be an easy lesson. It might not be a fun lesson. It might be the worst experience of your life. And you might never look back on it and say, oh, I'm glad that happened. Like, that's not the point. The point is to figure out what you can take with you um, out of that experience. And I know we've said this before, but a lot of times, a lot of times, probably more often than not, when you go through something really crappy, like getting cheated on or or getting fired with sudden things, you know, when things happen super quickly, um, you, the lesson might not reveal itself for weeks 
or months or maybe even years after the fact. But as long as you, when you think of those moments in time, remember that somewhere there is a lesson, one day you'll wake up, it'll pop in your head, the lesson will appear and you're like, oh my gosh, that's why that happened. Mm -hmm. You know, so like using infidelity as an example, there might be a lesson that you don't realize until you're in another relationship, maybe five years down the road, and you see the pattern starting to repeat itself, mm -hmm. and you stop it and go, wait a minute, you're not, not going gonna to treat me this way because I know how this story ends. I've already read this book. And so it's five years. So you're a full 60 months after the bad incident until when you realize that's why it happened. Right. So um, speaking of already read this book, before I go move into the next thing, I think we need to acknowledge um, the Caterpillar dude. So many people sent me messages. Eric Carl. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Eric Carl wrote The Very Hungry Caterpillar. He is an ardor. ardor I was going to I tried. What? <laughs> what does that mean? Writer, author, whatever. Of children. Were you going to say an author and an artist? I was, I don't know what and I was saying. An author, writer, and artist, the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. But he wrote The Very Hungry Caterpillar and so many books that I read with Ellie every night. And they're all books that I read when I was a kid. Um, and it's such a, Jeff said he's he's written like 70 books. 70. And Callie Did point you know of him before we had Ellie? I mean, I knew of the Caterpillar, the Very Hungry Caterpillar yeah. book. Like, I had seen it. Um, but you didn't read it when you were a kid? No, and I didn't realize he had written so many books, and I didn't realize how many toys. Like, how rich do you think that dude is? <laughs> Probably very. He's written 70 books that have sold 170 million copies, plus, like, all of the merchandise Like, stuff the licensing deals must be crazy. I mean, Ellie, her two of her favorite toys are Eric Carle toys like one's a caterpillar one's a um like a crinkle book that makes all this noise and she loves it so he is just oh and the reason that i bring it up is because everybody has been sending me messages uh i think it was monday or tuesday that i told the story of accidentally biting ellie's hand while she was holding a very hungry caterpillar toy mm -hmm. and so they're like you didn't hurt Ellie, but you killed Eric Carl. <laughs> you bit the life right out of him. So, and isn't he from upstate New York? Like I he, think he is. Yeah, he's, he's so, he was originally from right near where my dad lives now. So, yeah. uh, okay, I want you, Callie, to be grateful for a guy named Matt Jenkins. Okay, and I want you to be grateful that I am not Matt Jenkins. Because we've talked a lot over the past couple of weeks about my attitude and men's attitudes about medical care. So I take a fairly probably irresponsible, and I'm going to change it now thanks to Ellie, but I take an irresponsible attitude about well, let's see how it feels tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I could I could accidentally drive a nail through my thumb 
and it could, you know, there could be a hole in my thumb that you could look through. And I'm like, you know, let's just see if it starts to close up by the weekend. Right. And if it does, then I don't think I need to go talk to anyone. It'll be fine. Right. And who, what do you need the tip of your thumb for anyway? Drives me crazy. Drives right. me nuts. Matt Jenkins, a few years ago, uh, passes out. And he hits his head. This is just a random dude. He lives in New Jersey. Okay. Okay. He passes out. He hits his head. Uh, he comes to, and he's got like a little knot on the back of his head. He fi- feels a little knot. So he, let me say that differently. He passes out and assumes that he hits his head. Because when he comes to, he finds like a little knot, like the size of a raisin mm-hmm. on the back of his head. So he puts an ice pack on it. Whatever. Never goes to the doctor to find out why he passes out. But it happens. And then happened once. Little bump on the back of his head. Over the next four years, that bump became the size of a tennis ball <gasps> on the back of his head. It became outside, like outside of it, like there was a tennis ball growing on the back of his head. So much so that he changed his hairstyle to cover it up. No. Yeah. So people wouldn't know about it. He's out on a date, a first date with a nurse, and somehow his tennis ball lump comes up. And he tells her the whole story. He's like, yeah, I passed out. When I came to, I was, you know, checking myself to, to see if I hurt myself, found this little bump in the back of my head. Now it's a tennis ball. She's like, you need to get an MRI. Like, that could be serious. Turns out, brain tumor. Has it removed He's in the hospital four days. He's totally fine. It was a benign brain tumor that he never would have gotten removed if he didn't happen to go on a date with this nurse. So I want you to be grateful when I tell you like, hey, I'm just going to see if I still have a fever tomorrow. And if I do, then I'll call my doctor. I just want you to be grateful that I'm not Matt Jenkins. No, you need to be grateful that you did not get a little bump on the back of your head because then you would be Matt Jenkins and you wouldn't be going to the hospital and you and I would be fighting. If I had a tennis ball growing out of my skull, I'm going to go talk to someone. Mm -hmm. Four years. That's how long this thing grew for. He changed his hairstyle. Now, my question is when you're – my second question – no, my first question. No, because the thing is, is every day you would be like, is this bigger? I don't think it's bigger. Is this bigger? I don't know. Was this bigger? And then we would go like six months and then actually it wouldn't even matter because I would kill you. You know, um, this guy, cause I, I know the mentality of Matt Jenkins. So I know he iced it. I know he put a heating pad on it. I know he put like clear on it. I know he bought something off the internet for ingrown hairs. He did all that stuff. Just hoping he's like, you know what? It's probably just an ingrown hair. That's probably what it, I should call Dr. Pimple Popper. That's probably what it is. My favorite that, but he wouldn't call Dr. Pimple Popper because that would be resolving something. Because there's a doctor involved. Mm-hmm. I just want to know how it came up on the first date with this nurse. She's like, hey, do you want to? No, I know. I can tell you how it came up. She was making out with him and she was running her fingers <laughs> through his hair and she, she felt it. And she's like, um, what is this? That's a very good point mm-hmm. and very possible. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brothies believes that style is more than just fashion, which is why everything they make is exceptionally comfortable, totally sustainable, and fully machine washable. Let me say that again, fully machine washable. My life is on the go and I am pretty hard on all my bags and my shoes. And I wish I could say that I won't or don't bang them around a lot, but I do. And inevitably the bags get dirty. The shoes start to smell a little bit, but Brothies last wash after wash. And the average pair of Rothy's has walked about a thousand miles. I've washed my Rothy's more than a dozen times and they still look as good as the first time I took them out of the bag. I feel like I have new shoes all the time. You deserve shoes and bags that can keep up with your busy life. Keep it clean with washable shoes and bags from Rothy's. Plus, they just launched men's shoes, so make sure to check them out for you or the guy in your life. Head to rothys.com slash upside to find your new favorites today. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. That's exactly what they deliver. They've got credit card consolidation loans from 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. But here's the deal. Even if you don't qualify for that very low rate, chances are you could qualify for something lower than 18% APR. And that's the average credit card interest rate. So if you have credit card balances that you're paying interest on, go to lightstream.com slash upside and see if you qualify. You're going to get a special interest rate discount because you're an upside listener. And the only way to get this is to go to lightstream.com slash upside. What do you have to lose? You could get the money as soon as the same day as you apply. And there are no fees. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash upside. Subject to credit approval. Rates range from 5.95% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit terms and conditions to apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. If you've ever had an uncomfortable fitting room experience buying a bra, raise your hand. If you've ever worn an uncomfortable bra, raise your hand. If you wear an uncomfortable bra every day, raise your hand. Do you need more hands? I feel like I do. Third Love takes the uncomfortable out of bras and bra shopping. You can do everything online and the experience from finding the perfect bra to the customer service is incredible top to bottom. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside and take the fitting room quiz. They're going to ask you a bunch of questions about the fit of your current bra and then suggest the perfect third love size and style for you. The fitting room quiz was spot on for me and it forever changed the way I will view wearing bras. Not only did I have a great experience finding the right fit for me, for the first time ever, but I also love their classic t-shirt bra so much that I replaced my old bras, every single one, with the classic t-shirt bra from 3rd Love. Treat yourself with something that fits like it was made just for you with 3rd Love. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash upside for 20% off today. Today's quote of the day. If we don't change, we don't grow. If we don't grow, 
we aren't really living. I have a beautiful human alert and really it's a beautiful hospital alert or beautiful company alert or whatever you want to say. And I'm not even going to act like I know how to pronounce the name of this hospital. I will try. I believe it is Erlinger Baroness Hospital in Chattanooga. Now, there was a high school senior that was supposed to graduate and for whatever reason, he wound up, he had an emergency. He had to spend his graduation day in the hospital. Now, thinking back on if you have ever graduated from high school, that is a huge day, right? So, I mean, your whole, every test you take, every single thing you do in high, like that is your day. That was one of... I remember a year ago, one year ago this month, I remember being so heartbroken for the high school kids. Yes. Because uh, at this point, nobody knew what was going on with coronavirus. So everything was canceled, right? right. And there were no proms or homecomings, or, or I guess it would be prom season. There were no proms and there was no high school graduation. And all you think about, All you think about for a dozen years is your high school graduation, especially if you're getting some sort of recognition. Right. So the senior's name is Noah Keith, and he couldn't be at his ceremony, but the nurses at the hospital put together a graduation for him, and he got to wear his cap and gown. Um, He had a private ceremony. They, um, he did the cap toss and he got gifts from the nurses, which is super awesome. And he even got his diploma before the other students at his high school, because his school's chairman came there and gave it to him in person and shook his hand. So he technically like got to graduate first instead of missing out on the graduation altogether. So the nurses at Erlinger Baroness Hospital in Chattanooga, you are beautiful humans. All right, here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Callie, your guess, please, for which room is the most dangerous room in the house? 70% of in-home accidents occur Kitchen. in one room. Kitchen. What do you think it is? Kitchen? Kitchen. Final answer? Yes. Wrong. Oh, I got a sound effect. Oh, that's just Jeff Dollar's injuries. <laughs> Yeah. I've now lobbed off the tips of three fingers. So, yep. I could be, I could rob banks because I'm not going to have any fingerprints left in about two more years. Okay. Uh, 70% of home accidents occur in the bathroom. That's nearly 200,000 accidents per year. A lot of them have to do with slips and falls, you know, in the tub or stepping out of the tub or whatever. Um, Electrical shock. Oh God, is okay. a big is a big one. Like people who are wet, plugging in like curling no, iron, no. straightening iron, hair dryer, stuff like that. Zap. Uh, also, hot water injuries, like burns and whatnot from hot water, and then uh, accidental poisoning. Like oh my gosh, okay. M- t- mixing two medicines that you shouldn't, taking too much of a whatever. So among other things, yeah. Uh, my second random thing is, uh, and this is Men's Health Magazine who did this study, and because they're calling out men, I think it has more credibility. Uh, but women have a better sense of smell than men. And it's so significantly better that no matter how a man tries to cover up his BO, most women can detect it. Now, let me tell you this. When you were out last week, 
Chrissy and I did three random things. That was on the list. It was? Mm-hmm. What? The not- women have better sniffers than men. Oh, but not the body odor thing. No. Yeah. So what Men's Health Magazine did is they found 40 different ways to mask odors. I have That's no really gross. I didn't read the whole article, so I don't know what all 40 were, but they did like deodorant, body spray. Right. Um, putting your um what's the smell that your shirt gets when it's in the washer too much, like mildewy or whatever. Ew, Just okay. sa- you know the yeah. sour smell, yeah. but like drying it with 10 dryer sheets. And nine out of 10 women are like, yeah, I can still smell it. And when it's reversed, guys are like, no, she smells beautiful. Like you we can- will, We have had a couple times where we have, Jeff has a tendency to leave his clothes in the washer a little too long. I'm the worst. And no, we don't do our laundry together because Jeff thinks it's gross. That's a story for another day. Um, but he, he can't even smell it on himself. And I'll be like, uh, you smell like mildew. And he's like, no, I don't. Yeah, you do. You do. I think I know. I'm just trying to wish it away. I think like I smell Like every it. once in a while, like yeah. every like, you know, 25 minutes or so you're like, do I smell something? Yeah. Uh, all right. And my third random thing is, uh, and I discovered that I flagged this last week when I think I was looking up all the prescriptions that I had after my tooth thing. One of them was an antibiotic and I went down some weird antibiotic wormhole and found out that the first antibiotic was discovered completely by accident because a guy named Alexander Fleming left to go on vacation and he had all these Petri dishes of different types of bacteria and and stuff Mm -hmm. sitting out and when he came back in some of the Petri dishes, all the bacteria was dead and he realized there was a certain liquid in there. So he named it mold juice because that's all he knew is that it was mold and it killed bacteria. And upon further research, he was able to narrow down exactly which mold it was. And that's how penicillin was invented because he accidentally left something out when he went on vacation. Nice. So those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. We got a bunch of voicemails agreeing with me. Sorry, Jeff Dollar, about the episode yesterday about my time estimation that 22 minutes actually is 30 minutes. And what was the other thing we talked about? The tricking you into not wanting a frozen pizza versus all that. Yeah. 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 I was so desperate. The voicemails were really funny. I was going through the voicemails and I'm like, there's gotta be somebody in here. There's one dude, he's he's in the montage. There's one dude who was like, dude, just get used to it. <laughs> Especially now that you have Ellie. Cause as Ellie gets older, she's gonna do the, yeah, dad, I'm only bringing one bag on the road trip. And then she's gonna come downstairs with a bag, a laptop, her purse, a backpack, right. her homework, you know, all this other stuff. Probably a friend who's gonna have as many bags. Like, right. And so that was the only message out of all of them agreeing with me. Well, I'm glad you had that one guy standing up for you in solidarity. 
one guy. Me and one guy against all the women of the universe. Hey, Callie and Jeff. Today's episode has got to be one of the most relatable episodes you guys have ever done. You have me laughing hysterically on my way to work, and I just feel like I'm a fly on the wall with a conversation between my husband and I. I love it. Thank you guys so much for everything you do. Have a great day and a great vacation. Bye. Surrealism-inspired limited edition colors. You know all about the Bruce toothbrush. I've told you about it now for months. It gets your mouth as clean as you get it when you leave well, scratch that, as clean as the dentist gets it. You know, when you leave the dental office and your mouth feels so clean, that's what a Bruce electric toothbrush delivers. But right now, for a limited time only, they've got these colors inspired by dreams, gray mist, green dream, and mauve cloud. You can change the aesthetic of your bathroom instead of just being a countertop full of tools that you use to be beautiful and clean. Now there can be a piece of artwork that's also functional. I'm talking about your Bruch toothbrush. They've got a four-week battery life. They've got a magnetic charging stand. They've got six unique modes to get your mouth as clean as possible. And they've got a subscription program, so you'll never have to worry about changing your brush head again. It just shows up in the mail every six months. The new colors are only available for a limited time, and there's a 15% off discount because you're an Upside listener on the toothbrush kit and refill plan. But you got to use the promo code UPSIDE at Bruch.com. 15% off using upside at B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. Hey, Jeff. When Tetrising for vacation, you have to know your wife's going to add at least two bags after you're done packing the car. Callie's response of, you knew I was going to bring my purse, is the same as my wife saying, you knew I was going to bring a family-sized bag of Twizzlers. My solution is to have both kids and my wife put everything by the front door that's going in the car. They get a second call and maybe a last call. If it's not by the door when I start packing the car, then it doesn't make the trip. Callie, I am totally with you and on your side when you said that you felt tricked. When Jeff asked you if you wanted to just get a frozen pizza from the grocery store and you said, yes, let's do that. I'd be like, okay, plain and simple. Sounds like a good plan. Let's do it. And instead, he he says, well, what would make you want to get a frozen pizza instead of trying somewhere local for pizza? I would have been like, you didn't give that as an option. I don't have the brain capacity to be thinking of all these things. I said, yes, that sounded good. That was your idea. Why are guys like that? I feel like that was a woman move, actually, to kind of be like, oh, but why (laughs) And I understand the general curiosity, but I, too, would feel tricked. I'd be like, why didn't you just also suggest that? Because if you had... Hey, Callie and Jeff. Jeff, this is for you. If you want Callie to ponder the question, why would you want a frozen pizza when you're out of town? Why not get an out-of-town pizza? Why would you even suggest it in the first place? Why would you suggest getting a pizza when you're out of town? A frozen pizza, I think, yes. All right, bye. Hey, guys, I'm listening to episode 575 about your concept of time. And, Callie, I am totally with you. I feel like we just have, you know, some people just have a way better perception of, like, how to use time and how long it's really going to take you, and I totally relate. Um, I, Me and my boyfriend have the same exact battle, and he 
he thinks just like Jeff, and I think just like you. So I'm on your side. I got you. Hey, guys, it's Allison. I'm so excited to hear if you're uh, top for the list for the podcast for 12 months. I think we need a little jingle. I love the double the upside jingle from last year or two years ago when it was very, very beginning. Now we need a 12-month jingle because I'm just so confident that it's going to happen. you got to speak it into existence, and here it comes. Congrats. Life is short. We spend so much time sweating the small stuff, worrying, wishing, wanting, waiting for something bigger instead of focusing on the simple blessings that surround us every day. Life is so fragile, and it takes a single moment to change everything you take for granted. Focus on what's important and be grateful. Hey, 